Nesuchamayim, the water libation that on Sukkot, besides how the rest of the year you pour wine on the altar, on the Mizbech, whenever sacrifices are brought on Sukkot, you pour water, the seven days of Sukkot. So the Mishnah continues discussing the actual libation. We had mentioned briefly the special drawing of this water, the Simchas Beis Yosheva, and the next chapter, the last chapter of this Masechet of Sukkah, is actually called Hachalil, which means the flute. It's a chapter of Sukkah, the last chapter is called the flute, because it's all about that party, that great celebration of the drawing of the water. But here we're now, we're talking about already after you've drawn the water, which we mentioned already in a previous Mishnah, and here we're talking about the actual libation on the altar. So the Mishnah says, Kimaseyu Bachol, just as the actual water libation on the Mizbech, on the altar, the Nesachamayim took place during the week, Kach Maseyu Bishabbos, Shabbos during Sukkot, of course, there'd also be this pouring of the water on the Mizbech. Ella, but there'd be a difference, because obviously we couldn't draw the water from the spring, from the Silwan, from the Shiloh Friday night, because you're not allowed to carry water on Shabbos through public thoroughfares, just Ellis there from the Mishnah says, Elishayim Amali, Mayor of Shabbos, the water had to be drawn before Shabbos, Erev Shabbos, and it had to be drawn in a chavis shel zahav, in a golden barrel, she'enim akudeshes, that's not sanctified, I'll explain in a second, menashilech from the Silwan, what does it mean they had to draw with a chavis, with a barrel, a golden one, meaning a vessel that was not sanctified, what does it mean that it wasn't sanctified? So I assume that many of you are unfamiliar with the intricacies and the beautiful, beautiful details of the actual service in the temple, in the Beis Hamikdash. And for many of you, it might sound like all the whole thing is a whole foreign thing. But when Mitzvah I hope we're going to learn some of those Mishnas, and you get to learn the actual harmony of the service of God that took place in the in the temple and the rhythm of it, you see that it was an actual transcendent experience, full body, five sense, sensual experience of bringing infinity into the physical world. So among the many details and laws of that Beis Hamikdash, the temple experiences what's called the clay shares, the vessels of service, the special vessels through which the service was done in the temple in the Beis Hamikdash, the knife that was the animal was slaughtered with, the vessel that received the blood of the animal, etc. All those are called the clay shares. Now the rule is that a clay shares that's kodesh, a vessel that's sanctified. Any sacrificial item that is supposed to go on the altar that is holy, such as blood or flour or oil or anything, that's in such a clay sharas kodesh, that's in a clay kodesh, that's in a holy vessel, and it sits all night. It sits all night. It doesn't go on the altar. It spends a whole night in the vessel. It's nifsal belina. It becomes disqualified because the prohibition of lina, that one is not allowed to allow something that's become them sanctified to just sit around all night. And therefore, were they to take this water from the Silwan on Erev Shabbos, before Shabbos, and in a holy vessel, and it would just sit all Friday night, it would become puzzled, it would become disqualified. So therefore, they had to draw on a vessel that wasn't a holy vessel, so it shouldn't become disqualified by sitting all night in holiness. And then after they drew it Erev Shabbos, the Mishnah continues, they would then put this vessel of water in one of the offices, one of the chambers that were in the temple, and obviously the Mishnah doesn't say, but the following morning they would actually bring it onto the altar. But, but what happens if during the night or at some point the Mishnah continues, Nishbuchay galsa? what if on Shabbos this golden vessel spills? 
and therefore the water that was drawn from the Silwan you don't have anymore, and you can't draw it on Shabbos, or if it becomes uncovered. And we know that water, in a place where there's a possibility that snakes could be around, water that's left uncovered overnight in a place where there might be snakes is forbidden to be drunk, drinking, drinked by people because it's dangerous that the snake might have put the venom and we know there's a rule that anything that's forbidden to be eaten by by a Jew is never allowed to be brought on the altar as well. So if this water spills or becomes uncovered and therefore you no longer have the water from the Sawan, so the Mishnah says you could still draw water from the Kiyor which was the special wash basin that was in the temple in other words, to do the water libation, it doesn't have to be from the Sawan. It could be also from this water in the water wash basin that was in the temple that was underground connected to the Sawan water through the streams underground. And the Mishnah finishes by saying, you know why water that is left uncovered is no good? You can't use, you can't bring on the altar. Shayayin v'amayin hamagulin, because wine and water that remain uncovered, psum l'gab mizbech, are disqualified for the altar because a human being can't drink it.